Good evening. We are now going to continue with our Mishnayos uh, Erev and learning Le'ilu Nishmas Esther Bas Fischel Zev Wolf. We are going to continue with Parag Dalad, Chapter 4 in Erevin. Mishnah Aleph. <clears throat> so we're talking again, we're talking about the laws of an Erev Tchumim, meaning to say that the laws of Right, as we recall, you are not allowed to leave a civilized area or a settled area. You can't walk more than 2,000 amos, right, like three and a half thousand feet or so, outside a civilized area. So, let's say you have the following scenario. If a person was kidnapped by someone and taken outside the tchum, or if, you know, some kind of spirit of madness or sleepwalking or something took hold of him, and he left the Tchum, so right now he's outside the Tchum. So once he's outside the Tchum, he only has the four Amos, the four cubits around him for the rest of Shabbos, because he is outside the Tchum and he was not Kona Shvisa over there. He never kind of set himself up over there before Shabbos, and therefore he is stuck with the, to, the, to the four Amos radius around him, to his uh, legal social distancing distance. Okay. If they returned him into the Tchum, it's as if he never left, and therefore he's allowed to kind of use the entire 2,000 um, uh, Amma radius of the city. If they brought him to a different city, or if they put him, or, sorry, um, uh, or if they put him into a uh, place where they, where they you know, um, uh, keep sheep in order to kind of you know they try to keep sheep confined in the area so that they could uh, collect their manure or into a wider grazing area. Um, that since this city or this um, you know various forms of pasturing areas, generally speaking, had mechitos, they were surrounded by walls. So Rabbi Gamliel and Rabbi Elazar Azariah felt that this all constitutes kind of part of the four Amos, that you know anything which is surrounded by a wall counts as one area, and therefore Mahalachas Kula, you can walk in the entire city. Again, this is presuming that the city is a walled city, right? Or any of these other spaces. Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Shem Kiva says no, that it doesn't work this way. Mechitzas don't help for Arba Amos, and Ein Lo El Arba Amos, he's only allowed to use those four Amos. So there was a story that the rabbis were traveling from um, uh, par, from uh, um, from uh, Piradisnin, which Rav Pinchas Kahati says it was a town in southwest Italy. And their and their ship went out to sea. So they started Shabbos. They were in the in the harbor, and then on Shabbos they sailed out to sea. So out in the ocean is outside the Tchum. So Rabban Gamliel of Rabbi Yezab and Azariah Hilchu Hilchu Kula. So they walked around the entire ship on Shabbos. Rabbi Yeshua of Rabbi Akiva Loizazumi Arba Amos. They only stayed in their four Amos. Sharatu Lahachmeir Satsman. They they chose to be stringent on themselves, right? Because um, you know, as far as the strict halacha goes, they didn't really have to do this because they were in that space before Shabbos, right? We look at the ship as their space, not its kind of not its place in the ocean. But still, since it looked like a similar case of someone leaving the Tchum and being placed into a, uh, um, into a uh, walled area, so they kind of chose to follow the stringency, even though it wasn't necessarily directly applicable. Mishnah Beis. 
one time again they were traveling and they only entered the harbor after dark so they went from outside Tchum into the Tchum after dark they asked are we allowed to go down can we you know disembark from the ship he said to them it is permissible for you to disembark because I was already able to see and we were inside the Tchum before dark. So the Gemara explains that Rabbi Gamliel had a certain curved pipe that would kind of, by looking at it based on the angle of the curvature, he was able to see an area that was 2,000 Amos away. And therefore he knew that he was within 2,000 Amos of the beach, and or of the harbor, I'm sorry. So therefore it was okay. Now this is a very practical question. For someone who, God forbid, gets stuck on an airplane on Chavez, right, which is outside Tchum, because it's flying over the water, and he lands in the airport, what are the halachos with regarding him leaving the airport on Chavez? And this is not a discussion for now, but be aware, it is an interesting question. Okay. Mishnah Gimel. Misha Yatza Birshos. So someone who left with permission, meaning to say, there were certain times when the rabbi said that it is permissible to violate the laws of Eruvei Tchumen, of, of, uh, to go more than 2,000 Amos. One of them, an example, is where if a person is a witness to go testify about the um, the birthing of the new moon, right? He saw the new moon. And then, so he left the Tchum. And after he left the Tchum, they said to him, that it was, that, that the, the, um, the deed was already done, meaning other witnesses came and testified, right? He is. He has two thousand amos to each direction, right? Meaning to say that from where he is right now, it's as if he was konashvisa, as if he settled there erev Shabbos. Im and if he already came back, or if he was inside a different chum, as if he never left. Whoever leaves to do, you know, either you know to save somebody, is allowed to go back to where they were, and this is actually also very relevant these days with regards to people who are medics or Hatzalah members or whatever who go out to bring people to the hospital. This is a discussion about them being allowed to go back home. Okay. Mishnah Dalet. Misha Yashav Baderech, someone who was sitting on the road, right, and it became dark and he didn't know where he was. He just figured he's going to stay there for Shabbos. And all of a sudden he stands up and either you know, at night or the next morning, he notices that really he is close to the city. Since he never intended to be in the city, right, because he didn't even know it existed, he cannot enter. So he cannot take advantage that he's within a 2,000 cubits of a civilized area because, sorry, we're talking in a situation where he's 4,000 Amos away, right? So he cannot take advantage of the 2,000 Amos of the city's Shvisa because he did not even know the city existed, so he never intended to be there. Divri Rabbi Meir, this is the Allah of Rabbi Meir. Rabbi Huda, where Rabbi Huda says, Yekanes, he is allowed. Amar Rabbi Huda, Rabbi Huda says, um, Rabbi Huda says, Maisahai, there was a, such a story. V'nichnas Rabbi Tarfon v'lomaskaven. And Rabbi Tarfon, you know, went and he entered the town and it was considered to be his place of Shvisa, meaning he was even allowed to go 2,000 Amos out the other side of the town, even though he did not have intention to be there on Shabbos. Misha Yashan Badak, someone who fell asleep on the road, Velo Yada Shecha and he didn't realize that it was dark. Yeshla Payim Amal Ruach, 
right? He has 2,000 amos to all directions, even though at the moment of, you know, when it became dark, even though he wasn't conscious, he's still kind of just by sleeping, still kona shvisa. It's still considered as if he intended to be there. This is the opinion of Rabbi Yochanan ben Nuri. The Chachamim Omer and the Chachamim say, no, Ein loy, ela arba amos, he only has those four amos. He doesn't have any more than that. Because since he was not awake, he did not kind of intend to be there, so it's not considered a valid form of Erevit Chumos. Rabbi Eliezer, Omer Rabbi Eliezer says, um, if he's in the middle, right? So Rabbi Eliezer has a much more stringent view. He says, we don't look at four Amos as that, he, when he's, that he's standing in the middle of a circle and he has you know, a radius and the circle has a radius of four Amos in all directions. No, he's standing in a circle and the circle, he's standing in the center of the four Amos and the circle has a radius of two Amos in all directions. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, that he can go in any direction for Amos which he chooses. But once he chooses one direction to go in, he can now not go back to the starting place and go eight Amos in the other, four Amos, I'm sorry, in the other direction. If there were two people sitting together, and some of my you know, Amos kind of are included in your Amos, and some of your Amos are included in my Amos. We bring food and we can sit together in the middle where our spaces overlap and eat together. As long as we do not forget that we cannot enter our friend's space and our friend cannot enter our space further than what is legally ours. If there are three people, so you have kind of, you know, three people in the line and the middle guys, you know, four Amos or 2,000 Amos are kind of absorbed by kind of heat. They overlap with the two external ones, but the two external ones do not overlap with each other. He is permissible with them and they are permissible with him. And the two outside ones are forbidden with each other. So we don't look at it that all these things are combined. Amar Rabbi Shimon, Rabbi Shimon says, What is this similar to? These are three courtyards that are opened one to the other, and they're also open to a public domain, so they require an Arab. If you, if you know, right, if they kind of used an Arab and, and, and they included the middle guy, the middle one is permissible, has a lot of carry with both of them, and they are permissible permitted with her, meaning with that chatzar, and the two outside ones are forbidden with each other. Meaning to say that they have their each they each have their own individual Arab, but they do not actually link up together, even though you know they, they each link up with the middle one. Mishnah Zion. Misha Baba Daraksam was going in on the way, Vikashkalai, and it's starting to get dark. And he's able, he looks 2,000 amos away and he sees a tree or a fence. And he wants to say, that I am, I intend to spend my Shabbos under that tree. That's not valuable because since he wasn't there and he didn't say something that was specific enough. But if he says, I plan to, you know, I want to spend Shabbos at its roots, right? So he's being very specific as to where he wants to be in the tree. He can walk from where he is standing until its root 
up to 2,000 Amos. And then, you know, this, this tree is considered his base of operations for Shabbos. And then he has an additional 2,000 Amos from the tree. And if his home is uh, within those additional 2,000 Amos, he can make it all the way home. Nimsa, we, we see that in this scenario, you can go from when it becomes Shabbos, you can go 4,000 Amos, right, as long as you plan ahead smartly. If he doesn't recognize any landmark, or he's not aware of this law, the Amar, and he says, You know, Drat, I'm going to have to stay in this place. He is able to acquire this place 2,000 Amar in, in, in all directions, right? Meaning to say that we don't assume it just that had that since, that we don't assume that since had the guy known that he could have kind of gotten further with this you know, assigning a landmark as your Shvisa. So now that he did this, he didn't really mean to do it. No, since Lamaisa he did this, it's fine. Okay, practically speaking, if he does know the halacha and he says, I'm going to stay here, he just has these 2,000 Amos and he loses out from this trick, but it doesn't harm him any further. Now, what does it mean 2,000 Amos in all directions? Agulos divrei rebi chanina ben antignos says that you draw a circle around yourself with a radius of 2,000 Amos. The Chachamim or say mirubaos that no, the rabbis allowed you to have a square where, you know, the, the half the square, meaning you're, you stand in the center of a square and to the sides of the square, each side is 2,000 Amos. Ketabla mirubas, like a square disc. In order to kind of give him some extra mileage in the in the corners, which are obviously going to be greater than two thousand amos. Okay. Mishnah Tess. Vizuhi Sha'amru, and this is what they said. a poor person can make an Arab with his feet, meaning all he has to do is stand in a place and say, This is where I'm going to be. He doesn't actually have to leave bread there. Amar Rabbi Meir, Rabbi Meir said, Anu ein lanu ani. This is only permissible for a pauper who cannot afford bread. Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda says, Echad ani vechad asher. Loi amru me'arvim mepas. That so whether a person is poor or rich, this type of erev is valid. And the only reason why we talk about making an erev with bread, ela lehakel asher, to make it easier for the wealthy person, that he shouldn't have to go out and have to make an erev all by his poor self. Right, he could just send one of his lackeys out with a loaf of bread, and that would work. So it's just to you know help the rich. Mishayatz Mishnah Yud, Mishayatz Lelech Ba'ir, a person who you know goes out to meander around the city, Shema Arvimba. Right, so a person goes out to kind of go out into the city, and he's being asked by people to go make an era for them. Vehzirochavero, and his friend tells him, "Don't go out now." Whether bad weather or whatever it is, and then he kind of never continue, never finishes going all the way out to the two thousand Amos area where he's supposed to put the eruv. Who mutter lelech? He is permissible to go because for him that space where he was heading to is like his landmark, like we talked about with the tree. Vichal asurim, but everyone else in the city is messed over because for them this notion of the landmark is not enough. They actually have to have their eruv. In the proper place, the landmark idea only works for him, for his personal shvisa. Devrei Rabbi Yehuda, this is the opinion of Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Meir, Omer, Rabbi Meir says, "Koshu yachol Anybody who was actually able to make the erev and didn't do it, harei zechamar gamol. This is a donkey camel, 
And if you recall from the previous paragraph, what, what this is one of Rebbe Mayer's clearly favorite expressions, is that this person is messed over both ways. The reason is, is because Rebbe Mayer is, 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 is torn between these two different laws, that on one hand, he did intend to put the Erev there, so therefore, maybe that's his Makom Shvisa. So therefore, you should only have 2,000 Amos from that landmark until, you know, and, and, and back. But not, you know, the additional 2,000 Amos from my home in the city and out, right? On the other hand, maybe noticing the landmark is not enough, and therefore I cannot have 2,000 Amos from that landmark and, and uh, away from the city. So I am a Hamar Gama, which we said is because a donkey kind of, you know, a guy is trying to walk with a donkey and a camel. The camel is pulling him in one direction, and the donkey is kind of holding him back in the other direction, and he gets stuck in one place. Interesting, quaint little... Um, uh, a saying, okay. A person who leaves the Tchoma, Filu Amaachas, even one Ama, you know, after Shabbat starts, Lo Yikanes, he cannot go back. Even though he has four Amos in each direction and those four Amos will lead him back inside the 2,000 Amos, it is not enough. He is not allowed to go back. Rabbi Eliezer, Omar Rabbi Eliezer says, Shtayim Yikanes, Shalosh Lo Yikanes. So two Amos, he, you know, out, he is allowed to go back. So Rabbi Eliezer, the reason why Rabbi Eliezer says two is if you recall, Rabbi Eliezer says that when we talk, when we give somebody four Amos, it means two Amos in, in uh, each direction. So two, you are able to kind of, you know, and, and Rabbi Eliezer believes that these two domains overlap and you could enter from one into the other. So Shnayim Yikanis, you can go back into your, into your large domain, into your 2,000 Amos. Shalosh, once you go past three and now your four Amos don't overlap, with the original Tchum, Lo Yikanes, so you're messed over there. Misha Hikshechutz Hatchum, a person was outside the Tchum and it got dark. Afilu Amachas, even one Amo, Lo Yikanes, he cannot enter. Rabbi Shimon Omer, Rabbi Shimon says, Afilu Chamesh Asrei Amos, Yikanes, even if you're 15 Amos away, meaning to say upper bound, 15 Amos away, you are allowed to go back. She'ein Hamoshachos Mamsim Asamidos, because the people, the surveyors who are planning the Eruvei Tchumim and putting up the Erev signs, they do not put it at 2,000 Amos exactly, because people mess up. So this obviously is making an assumption that the 15 Amos are only permissible in a case where you know that this was done professionally, and that these people, generally speaking, leave a margin of error, right? Otherwise, obviously, this reasoning would not, would not be valid. Uh, so we're going to stop here. This is the end of Chapter 4 of Parag Dalit. And we will continue with Parakei, Parakamishi, next time.